art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Emerald City Video, this is Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> okay. Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is another episode of the New Release Wall, and this is not going to end well. <laughs> Does it ever, though? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I purposely, purposefully butchered the quote, but yeah. that's... that's uh, tonight... Oh, uh, this is Russ and Zach. Hello. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, The Dead Don't Die, Jim Jarmusch's uh, zombie apocalypse comedy starring uh, Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Chloe Sevigny, and then like a whole bunch of really awesome actors who get about four lines each. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Or just the... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Iggy Pop is uh, is the zombie from the moment we first see him. Yes. Uh, and actually, uh, I, I wish I should say also uh, Tom Waits is in this. Tom yes. Waits is, he, I mean, he's excellent in this, but he's basically just playing Tom Waits. Yeah. Like, he's he's that same part that he kind of plays in all of the Jim Jarmusch movies, like plus minus the. Like kind scenario. of in everything he's ever played. Yeah. I mean, he plays Jim Jarmusch. I mean, or I mean, he plays uh, t- uh, Tom Waits. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, Z, what are your what are your first first thoughts? Um, it it uh, um, wasn't precisely what I expected, which was good. Um, not because I wasn't expecting it to be good or anything right. like that. It just was like I I don't know. I expected kind of. Like, Jarmusch is very, like, he always, he takes, like, what was the, the samurai film that he did, uh, the, uh, not samurai, the uh, Ghost sim. Dog. Yeah, Ghost Dog, which is one of those films you look at and you go, there's no way this is good, and you're like, oh, that was, that was really good. Like, yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, this was kind of the same thing. Um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like Shaun of the Dead, like, good in that way. Like, I didn't, I wasn't, like, losing with, with laughter or, like, edge of the seat or anything like that. Because, I mean, it's, again, it's, I mean, it's Jim Jarmusch, so it's not going to be any of that. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't do that. It's very, very calm. And I kind of, I kind of enjoyed the, like, just, oh, yeah. that thing's happening over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, which Bill Murray and, you know, I mean, like, I was surprised at, the biggest thing I was surprised is the chemistry that uh, that they had because yeah. I thought it was really good. I I'm not like a huge huge fan of um, Adam Driver. Uh, Adam Driver. I, I, that's 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 wrong. I I just I like him. I just he keeps being in roles that I'm like really yeah okay sure you know um but uh, um but I liked him a lot in this. Like I think this is honestly like the the role that I most yeah out of all is... everything he's ever done. I'm like. I like him in this the most. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and and this is probably the best I've seen Chloe Sevigny in like 20 years <laughs> yeah, because yeah. she got weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's one of the like uh, maybe it's just like the mindset I was in at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've actually I've been watching. Um, I've been like marathoning while I'm working in the background. I've been watching the uh, cinema snobs rundowns of various horror like. 70s, 80s, 90s horror franchises okay. uh, because I was prepping to ultimately do some uh, Child's Play stuff, which yeah. of course like, we didn't go see Child's yeah. Play, and now that I didn't see it today, I probably won't see it for work, and it'll be something we catch on DVD, yeah. but um, 
but so like one of the things that that stuck with me about this movie is the fact that it feels very much like an early 80s like if I had to like tack if I had to tack something onto it I would say this reminds me of Night of the Comet um which is like a it's like a culty uh zombie movie from I want to say like 1982 and it happens in a small town and it all involves like cosmic forces that make the zombies. Oh, okay. I, I and, haven't seen it, but I remember the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're actually apparently doing a remake of it right now, which God knows if it'll ever happen. Yeah. Um, but in might any as, event... Might as well get all the zombies yeah. out while we can. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, but yeah, I, for whatever... I think that my head was just in the right spot to really love this movie. And also, very much like what you were saying, like, I watched the trailers, I, I thought of, like, the Jim Jarmusch movies that I've seen... Yeah in the last 10 years and I kind of knew what I thought I was in for yeah. going into this and which is uh, I, I thought it was going to be a little too precious for me uh, and there were a couple of beats where it got that way where it was just too clever for its own good yeah. but like I thought it was going to be the movie was too clever for its own good and then it would have some good beats and it was the opposite yeah. I thought the movie was a really good yeah. movie that got too clever for its own good uh, a couple of times. I think it also, I will say, like, between, like, we don't get this kind of film. Like, I feel like we got a, got a lot of this film yeah. in the, like, the heyday of the indie 90s, like, into the early 2000s, kind of mm-hmm. Kevin Smith, Jim, well, Jim Jarmusch, and, you know, that kind yeah. of era. And... I kind of I forgot that I missed this type of film because I I normally wouldn't see this in theaters like right. because I, I this literally was like for I think about for us it was a like well yeah there's like Child's Play I think was just off by an hour and a half like it was yeah super it was late. too far yeah and we're like uh yeah I wanted to see that but um, and like Anna was not only it was like yeah. 20 minutes later than this and also the reviews are yeah. just dreadful yeah uh, yeah but. Um, but yeah, this was one of those movies that I, I kind of agree. Oh, those guys are going at least 90. Yeah, fun uh, times, fun times. They're going to be the zombies next. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this was, uh, this was one of those... They actually they had one of those early screenings here like two weeks ago, and you and yeah. I were going to go, and then it, we couldn't make it work either scheduling-wise or like I was broke that day or something. And, and then like I kind of forgot it was a thing that existed yeah. until we were looking at the listings and going, oh, The Dead Don't Die. Yeah, we could do that one. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm really glad that I did. I don't think this is the kind of movie that you need to see on the big screen, but I do think that like I'm very glad I went and saw it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I was I mean, kind of what I was saying before I drifted off. Like it, it was uh, it's it's the kind of film that like I used to go see all the time in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, especially when I was, especially when I was at SUNY Purchase, yeah. like obviously film school, you got it more in that mentality. But having access to like dropping down to New York City and yeah. seeing like you know two of these, you know two of these films, which in early, you know, in 2001, like I felt like these films were oh, coming yeah. out like, <laughs> and maybe, you know, I mean, and one of the problems, this is to me, this always shows like the problems of distribution is that like there's normally like I think that if this wasn't a zombie film mm-hmm. and that you know, thanks to whatever that catches our attention more. Yeah. Um, we probably would have just let it go past. Um, and Although I will like, say, I oh, think shit. even like, even zombie movies don't... Get, like, this was kind of a lightning-in-a-bottle situation where yeah. I think people are paying attention to it because it's a combination of, like, 
it's a zombie movie and this cast yeah, and yeah, like the yeah. blah 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 you know there's a lot of because I think of stuff like that that movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger did where his daughter was a zombie and yeah. like and then I remember looking at that and going that actually doesn't look too bad but that was six years ago and I've never seen that movie yeah yeah, um, yeah but I mean like I just think like because I would have been it would have been immediately like well I don't have to see yeah. this in theaters oh, yeah. like I can wait and then I would have never seen it because it would have gotten yeah. lost and that's A I would have never paid I'm not going to pay five ninety nine for a rental like if you haven't ever. seen it yeah. like and Jim Jarmus stuff will just never go to probably just never go to Netflix or anything yeah. like that I mean this I one mean, might this one of, probably will yeah. because of the cast I haven't probably, looked at the box office but I'm assuming that it I mean, it's still in theaters a week later, so I'm assuming that this is the highest-grossing Jim Jarmusch movie of all time now, because the previous highest-grossing Jim Jarmusch movie of all time was Dead Flowers, which made, like, two and a half million. And so I'm guessing if it's still in theaters two weeks later, yeah, yeah. then yeah. that means we made two and a half million at some point. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, good for the good for this movie, good for Jarmusch. I, yeah. I like Jarmusch a lot, like, and again, it's it's... He's not the kind of film... Like, I loved Stranger Than Paradise. Um, I, I, you know... I remember loving Coffee and Cigarettes and Broken Flowers when I watched them, although I don't think I've ever revisited them. Uh, this one I think I will revisit. This is the kind yeah, of yeah. movie that I'll want to show some people. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be... It's, it's gonna be an interesting sell, like... Yeah. Like, because... I like I like obviously like my mom is a huge zombie film you know zombie yeah. film and movie and TV show and everything like that. I'm like I don't know if she sits through this. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's funny because one of the things again talking about those videos I've been watching that kind yeah. of look at like 80s and actually this didn't come from one of the Cine Snob videos. This came from uh, another video that I was watching yesterday. But somebody's talking about how the pacing of yeah. early 80s action and horror movies tended to be really weird because they were often made with a nothing budget and so you basically had a whole lot of hurry up and wait for the first hour and 20 minutes and then the last 20 minutes was like the pyrotechnic show or yeah. the giant battle or the whatever it's like all your money percent of the budget yeah, yeah dropped in that and and that this did kind of feel like that yeah and it's one of those funny things where i wonder if that is a function of jarmusch having a low budget and making some of those same decisions, yeah. or if it's a conscious callback to that kind of movie, yeah. because this is the kind of movie where you would have conscious callbacks to other films. Yeah. Like there's a there's a lot of meta humor in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The names, the characters. Uh, yeah, like the, yeah. The gravestones. I only caught one, but I like I saw a name. Yeah. Like you could see names on the other ones, and I assume that they yeah, were. Yeah, exactly. Like Sam Fuller was one of the like was one of the, I think was actually the pops like name yeah. quote unquote on the gravestone. Right. Um. So like, and, and if you're watching this, like, uh, pay attention deep, to all. Keep that, a deep yeah. out and tell us more because like, I. Yeah, was paying attention to it and then I like stopped because yeah. I got into the movie more yeah. and I'm like I don't care enough yeah, exactly. like about those sort of things until like I see it on DVD and then yeah. I'm like okay Bill Murray was Cliff that. Robertson yeah. which is uh, he was an actor from Charlie and a handful of yeah. other things uh, people our age know him best probably as Uncle Ben from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies yeah. uh, and so yeah I, I imagine we talked about this this on the way to the car I imagine that a bunch of these things are or a bunch of these people are actually named after someone and we just caught those two yeah. Uh, but yeah the, the, the conceit here is basically a zombie apocalypse happens in a small town we follow primarily the sheriff's department as they try to keep it under control and yeah. mostly fail kind of try <laughs> yeah because they try. don't do a lot they, they, they really don't like <laughs> yeah 
but uh, there's a there's a lot of kind of cool uh, technical choices that they make in this. I actually really liked the way that they dealt with the zombies themselves because I think that they didn't have a ton of money, and if you use blood effects, you really you either only have one take, or you have to do it, stop, clean up, do it again, and it slows things down. Yeah. And so what they did with these is that the the zombies are like. There's, like, a, a line at the end. It's, like, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, the zombies are essentially full of, like, black ash or yeah, yeah, black yeah, dust. Yeah, dried, yeah. Yeah. And, and I like it because, like, we were talking, actually, a couple of episodes ago about how everybody now is trying to do the fucking Infinity War snap. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah And yeah, And, yeah. like, this had a similar affect to it in the yeah. sense that it was, like, you know, sand, basically. Yeah, yeah. But it it looked very different, and yeah, it looked no. like it was a cool, creative way of getting around what I assume was a yeah. budgetary problem. Yeah, I mean, I I like the fact because I actually the one of the things I I liked about that is the fact that um, the fresher corpses had blood. Yeah, like had yeah. like, um, and so although I think that was a the ones who hadn't turned yet had blood, because the the only time I remember seeing a lot of blood was the didn't. I thought that... Uh, oh, no, she didn't. She didn't have blood. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought and now we're, we're talking Chardonnay. in circles around yeah, ourselves. Yeah, 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 but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was, okay, I was the reason I was... The reason I can make that distinction is there's a person at the very end who turns, and then, like, minutes later... Yeah. Uh, we see what happens to that person when they get axed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, I, I liked that effect. I thought it was a, like I said, a, a, an elegant way of getting around what I assume was like a budget slash effects problem. Like, and exactly, else, it's different. It's different. Like, which is because we've seen so many goddamn of these films. There's about ten thousand low budget ones that no one has ever seen. Yeah. Um, and, and I like the fact that that basically, like, yeah. we we have this movie because like this movie is meta on a lot yeah. of levels. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's references to other movies that the actors have been in there's references to elements of the actors like personal lives and stuff yeah uh there's a scene where uh bill murray's character and adam driver's character are talking and at one point like bill murray says something and adam driver asks a follow-up question yeah and then bill murray's response is are we improvising now and I, I think that was Bill Murray. I don't think that was scripted. Or... It's, but, uh, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, sorry, it's Farmer Frank Miller. Oh, look at which that. Which is interesting. Hank Thompson. Just Olivia. Geronimo, the kids. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually one... That, anyway, this is yeah, spoilers. But yeah, I don't really... I don't want to get into spoilers, but Bobby yeah. Wiggins is a character. Danny Perkins. Posey Juarez. Which, by the way, I loved having... Uh, yeah. Which is literally... <laughs> yeah, Rosie Perez is just Posey Juarez. How did I not catch that? Oh, I, I, the very first time I caught it, because I was like I was like half distracted trying to remember who Cliff Robertson was. Yeah. And so she says her name on the... the she's, she's a reporter. She, yeah. We only see her on the TV. And she said her name on the news, and for half a second I was like, did she just say she's Rosie Perez? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I will say, too, and I, I like... I, there's a lot of weird little things that I like that, like, Jarmusch has this kind of naturalistic thing where uh, he's 
almost in a lot of in a lot of cases he's almost averse to kind of traditional plots yeah and this is a fairly traditional plot for the most part but you get certain things that are just happening because like it helps build the world and they don't ever pay off yeah and like in certain movies that would feel like lazy or incorrect in some way yeah and in this movie it just doesn't because it feels like it was a it was a choice yeah uh and and some of them are very little things. Like there's a there's a character in the movie who has a crush on Zoe, which is uh, Selena Gomez's character. Yeah. Actually, pretty much everybody in the movie has a crush on Selena Gomez's character, but there's one in particular who like gets a moment with her. Yeah. And like when she introduces herself, there's like an effect where she's like surrounded by like old Disney style uh, sparkle fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just... it's like it's never it's never repeated, and that relationship doesn't ultimately amount to anything yeah yeah there is a moment um uh tilda swinton has a has a moment where uh, she's the I, it, I at first i thought it was a digit like a digital problem yeah but like when she was doing her samurai stuff uh-huh. because she has a samurai sword yeah um, which i think that's like you've seen that yeah, in the trailers because yeah, that's the most um and there's a, like a slow motion like warp mm-hmm. or something and there's like a weird oh, yeah, scene there's, warp yeah. which i like literally it wasn't enough to be like wait I, I thought a, it was actually a problem. There's but. a lot of really subtle things. Like, there's yeah. there's actually a couple of scenes where some of the decapitated heads of the zombies, yeah. uh, like, smile or yeah. wink yeah. or just a little tiny movement that's, like... Uh, which is also... It's one of those funny things because, like, you know, there's there's different schools of thought in zombie movies. Yeah. There's the, and, and to me, I've always thought, like, if I'm in a zombie movie, I want to destroy the brain. Uh, because okay, that's actually just the thing. Oh, I was just wondering. Zelda Winston is is uh, Total Swinton's character. Yeah. And uh, it's a riff on Jarmusch's nickname for Swinton, which is Swilda Hinson. Ah. <laughs> See, it's I, not not nearly as not nearly as interesting. No. Uh, no. But and and for funny. me, I was actually uh, I was thinking about because Winston and Bill Murray's in the movie. Yeah, I, yeah. I kept thinking of Winston Zeddemore, which is actually uh, there's a there's a there's a beat at the beginning very close to the beginning of the movie when something says somebody says to him there's something strange going on yeah <laughs> and that's a very common phrase but because it was being said to bill murray i immediately went to uh the run dmc song from the uh, ghostbusters 2 soundtrack there's something strange going on something's wrong <laughs> and and so I'm like, it's one of those, and and I immediately I was like, that's probably a Ghostbusters reference. No, yeah. it's not. That's stupid. And then <laughs> like ten minutes later, there's a very overt Star yeah. Wars reference in a scene that Adam Driver is yeah. in, and I'm like, the, oh, that's, that's been written about. So, yeah, yeah. Like, but but still, but yeah, it's <laughs> I I uh, it's shit. I forgot that uh, I forgot that uh, Jarmish did. Um, the vampire film with Swinton, um, which I'm trying to I don't think what anywhere was. no one nearly has seen. Only lovers left alive. Oh, which I yeah. I fucking love. I love. That I've film. never seen it. Honestly. I love that film. It is. It is one. That's the film. Actually, I think that's the film I was thinking the most of. Like the pacing mm-hmm. is just so calm, mm-hmm. and and the fact that it's it's vampires versus yeah. You know, and everyone, and the fact that like the worlds, the worlds are real, and then kind of everyone just accepts these moments in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I, which I really. Yeah, which... there's a, there's a, there's a guy who has like Night of the Living Dead posters and yeah. John Carpenter's The Thing poster, yeah. like, and that's one of the things I do like is, uh, is from a very early point there's like conversations about oh it's zombies. Yeah. And, I mean, 
people accept it pretty easily, and that's mostly just because it's it's the joke. Yeah. But uh, even aside from the level of acceptance, I really like the fact that like we're in a zombie movie where people can say, "Holy shit, it's oh, zombies." Yes, which um, is one of my biggest like fucking pet peeves uh, of modern zombie films yeah. because it's just like most of them are yeah they're, like we, only the only one that i've ever seen that done has done it well which is don't say the z word you know which yeah, is yeah. like you know Shaun of the dead and everyone else is like what are these things and you're yeah. like everything else in the world is exactly the same exactly yeah, the right exactly. and you don't to me you don't lose anything other than you shorten the time period at which people need to remember go no you kill the fucking head yeah exactly and which like to me like i hate this like Oh, he's shooting him seventeen times in the body, and they yeah. haven't done anything. And it's like, first of all, I don't know. For... The second time, the second, yeah. like, <laughs> and there's actually there's a, a one beat of that in this yeah. one. The yeah. first time Bill Murray is faced with a zombie, yeah, he shoots it twice in the body, and then kind of looks confused. Yeah. and Adam Driver steps in, and he's like, "No, remember, you gotta kill the head." Yeah, and, yeah. and so like, <laughs> I, and can we just talk about the fact that there's so many like really random running jokes in this movie yeah, yeah. that like <laughs> I just they're they're incredibly simple jokes they're not even that funny yeah but yeah. I they're employed very well and I just I I loved like every time every yeah. time they, they he makes the uh, this is gonna end badly <laughs> uh, and then like yeah as the movie go as the movie's going on and everything's going to shit people get progressively more and more annoyed <laughs> that he keeps saying it's gonna yeah. end badly um and the culmination of that running joke is just brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there's a there's a nice uh, wink and a nod in this movie. Yeah. At least I assume it's a wink and a nod uh, to Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah. Uh, that was the uh, street cleaner. Which is just randomly going around the parking lot and see. <laughs> yeah, literally going, just going like, in diagonal Wee! patterns <laughs> like, as close to us as possible. Like just. To, Gorillas or something? I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, no. I and, and, I and the song. Yeah. Like the song, I I I really liked the runner of the song because like the the theme song for the movie plays over the opening credits and then like five minutes later, the characters are <laughs> sitting in the car and they turn on the radio and a song comes on. Yeah. And Bill Murray's like, Wait, where? Haven't I heard this before? And. Uh, Adam Driver's like, yeah, but it, it it's the theme song. And then, like, that joke just sits there. Like, they yeah. don't elaborate on it. They don't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, so runners like that just... And th- there was at least one more I can't think of right now, but there's, like, three things. It was the song, the this is going to end badly, and then there was some third thing yeah. that it was, like, every single time they said it, I was like, okay, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, I would say, like... Go back to the like the the the, the like the pacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond the pacing is just simply really great because um, it's again like you know it to me it'd be a great I, I think this would be a great double feature with uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah. Um, just because like Shaun of the Dead's so over the top and everything like that, and and this one is just like everyone's slowly taking it along yeah, yeah like there's some like beautiful shots like they're because so much of the film they're driving. Or mm-hmm. characters are driving one way or the other. Like they have the driving scene when see, uh, you know, Gomez is coming into town and, yeah, and everything yeah. like that. And and like they're just you know really nice shots. And there's mm-hmm. these great you know high up above uh, you know uh, shots following the car as you see like kind of the chaos in the yeah. small town in the small town. 
which, you know, whatever the budget is, they, they used it really, yeah, oh, really yeah. well. I think, actually, this is one of those situations, because you can see some of the some of the, yeah. the shots, like some of the tracking shots especially, yeah. you can tell it was done on an inexpensive camera, either on a track or just handheld. I mean, dr- and, could have been a drone, I think, about yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I was going to say. There's definitely some drone shots in this, yeah. and I feel like with a lot of directors, you feel like that's just another toy. Yeah. But with somebody like Jarmusch, who's been making micro-budget movies for 30 yeah. years, yeah. I feel like you you look at a movie like this and you're like, oh, this is this is him adapting to what's going on in, in cinema right now. Yeah. And, like, his traditional thing of just doing zero-budget movies yeah. is paying off in a completely different way because, like, now there's this technology that can help him make this kind of movie which there's some visual effects in it there's some like there's quite a bit in here yeah um and he meant like they they did it on what i assume is i i I would be surprised if they paid more than three to five million for this movie yeah um i don't know imdb is relatively useless these days yeah i actually trying to find anytime i try to find a budget i usually go to box (laughs) office mojo now because that's their only reason to be um but uh trying to think of the other I, I mean I, I really liked basically all the performances yeah. uh, I, I, I kind of wonder where the hell Steve Buscemi has been because like if, and it's like it's not even that he doesn't do much it's yeah. that like he had that stretch of time where he was in like seven movies a year yeah. and now that I like this is the first time I've watched him on the big screen in a while and uh, oh, well I mean he did have uh, the HBO uh, show for a long time oh yeah so that's right that's right that's it but I mean he's also a guy that like Used to, again, used to like fucking. I mean, I guess probably he's like, I'm fucking done at this point, which yeah, I understand. Could be I the Rick Moranis thing. He's like, like, I don't need any more money. Films. Yeah. But, uh, oh, is Rick Moranis quit because his, um, unless that story is not true, because his, his wife died and I he, think and you're he quit right, to yeah. do that? Yeah, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, literally, but, it's a story that I know because yeah, fucking yeah. Reddit is like, he's one of Reddit's gods. Yeah, like, oh, he quit yeah. the business or whatever. You know, so, which yeah. justifiably he's fucking great, even though he's supposed to be coming back. Yeah, okay, well, because his kids are old enough to be in college now. Yeah. And, like, uh, there's there's rumors that he'll, his comeback movie will be Ghostbusters 3. Sweet. But, um, but in any event, uh, yeah, I thought, I can't think of anybody whose performance I didn't enjoy in this. Uh, I, I really like Chloe Sevigny, and, like, I, I wish that she was in more stuff that I can watch. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. just, it's been, like, so often I see her and I'm just like, no, pass, because yeah. of the movie, not because of her. Yeah. Uh, uh, Carol Kane is in this movie for half a minute. Yeah. And uh, Carol Kane's one of those people who are just like, yeah. you always love to see her. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but uh, this is another movie kind of like Sorry to Bother You, where I'm just like, they got Danny Glover, Glover to come in and do 10 minutes worth of insanity. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I, I, I thoroughly enjoy that that's basically Danny Glover's career now. Yeah. Like, I, he has, I mean, he actually has a, there's a film, I think he's in that uh, Emilio Vesta's film with the, uh, about the library. I think he is. Um... Which actually looks really good. The homeless people take over the library. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, it's had like some like terrible studio like problems, so it was supposed to. Come yeah, out, I vaguely like, remember. Like, two years ago or something, and but um, it's uh, I, I am enjoying like because it's like I, I I like the fact that he's not in like a lot of actors like mm. will go into kind of like oh well, I want to do a full film I'm gonna yeah. star in some crap, and like he's just like no I'm gonna just start for ten minutes and. 
really great films yeah, that exactly. are like done by people I know and I don't have to do much like yeah. um, which is great uh, yeah. because he's a very good person yeah. um, but um, because basically he just spends the rest of his time doing activism and like yeah. showing up and uh, doing shit like that but um, yeah no um, I think it's it's definitely it's this is a great it, like I kind of want to say, like, if we never have another zombie film again, mm. to me, this would be a great, like, ending film. Yeah. Of, like, the and zombie, this, like... And again, this is one of those, like, <laughs> uh, I enjoy zombie films as yeah. a general rule. I don't love them, but in general, I, I enjoy them. Yeah. Uh, this is the first, like, this is the most excited I've been watching one mm. since Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. And it's not just because they're both comedies, although I do like horror comedies. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's because, like... This feels really fresh. It feels really interesting. Yeah. And uh, and to me, it's it's one of those things where you're just like, this is a low budget movie done right by an incredibly talented filmmaker who like I'm kind of glad that this movie got some eyeballs on it because yeah. there's there's gonna be people now who pay attention to him who never would have yeah. before. Yeah. Especially with the actors and everything. Yeah. The biggest thing, and obviously I think we'll probably do another episode or another half episode mm-hmm. about about the other film that we've watched yeah, yeah. recently. Um, but, like, since we're, we've been delving back into the kind of the indie... Yeah, like, the horror and schlock and... Yeah, yeah, thing. Like, we... Well, you know, I mean, like, we... I, if you've listened to Winter Skin. Yeah. Uh, you know, but um, there's another one... Oh, fuck it, oh, high, high, high Death. Yeah, High Death. High Death. That, like, it has, like, moments of, like, oh, that's... Oh, no, it's not. And, and it's just... It's one of these things where, like... Obviously, Jim Jarmus is a fucking auteur yeah. director, and so it's like it's evil to ever compare. But when you look at some of these, like, and and again, like uh, Bill Murray, the, Adam yeah, Driver, yeah. Everything, the, all of those but things. The thing but, of it is, I know what you're going for though, because yeah. like it's it's very similar to this in the sense that it's still a movie that's entirely uh, like motivated by a love of like low budget 70s and, and, well, I'm not, I'm not even know. doing a direct I'm not even doing like a film to film comparison in, mm-hmm. in the story or script wise like uh, idea wise it's more of the like bare bo- like Jim Jarmusch knows a way of and this is something he's done really well mm-hmm. Kevin Smith like that's why Clerks was brilliant yeah um, you know even I guess Mallrats to a much lesser extent because it was a bigger everything mm-hmm. but I mean like the 90s um, indie cinema yeah. that we used to have. Yes, there used to be lots of gore. There was different things like mm-hmm. that. And it's just like, because it was... But everything was stripped down. Everything mm-hmm. was simple. And you're like, oh, you, you build concepts into why the budget is that way. Yeah. It's nighttime. That means you don't have to do the makeup as well. That means you yeah. don't have to, buy, you know, have all the budgets and, and the, and the yeah. special lighting. Oh, you're going to shoot with available light. You're going to do that. And you're yeah. going to you build it into the world, but you're still going to do it well and you're still going to take care that yeah. it looks good. And then you just see some of the, like, indie cinema that's like, I just think about, like, like I, I, I was doing this... And I'm not a great filmmaker. Right. It, like, but hey. <laughs> no, I'm just... Uh, no, I know. I just I shouldn't agree so quickly. Argue a little bit. <laughs> but I'm not a great... I'm not, not in any way, shape, or great, great narrative you know, right, filmmaker. Right. Like, my high school films where I don't even want to look at them. And I'm just like, I did better in my high school films. That was in fucking 1997 with a fucking... A high, uh, whatever high eight, high eight yeah. mini camera with film with people who definitely weren't 
even attempting to be actors. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I was 16 writing a script at, on the fly sort of thing. Like, yeah. and I go, I think that it's, like, better, like, I, I took more into consideration the lighting and the scenes yeah. than some of the some of the indie stuff do and I'm like what are you just pumping out this stuff too much I mean like but if it's being like it's being released on a yeah. distribution uh, yeah sure it's uh, you know it's 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 super uber indie di- yeah, digital distribution yeah. but it's still it's like you're sending uh, you know like a thousand ten thousand journalists are getting mm. you know or blog journalists bloggers podcasts yeah. are getting this email with a with a trailer and everything like that mm-hmm. of your film and it's like you didn't consider that like I literally can't see the, the lighting. I can't see things, characters yeah. in this film, or just things like, no, the the, the he's the, the color on this is so bad that he's yeah. yellow. Yeah. Like because you never you didn't do any, any sort of like color all, correction yeah. or just consider that in the scene. Yeah. Or even like okay, so he's yellow. I can't do color correction. I can do whatever. What's the justification on why yeah. this? Or then you don't shoot there. I mean, just weird yeah. things that like, like I feel like because cine- because film is so fucking cheap to make now, yeah, and it's so easy to make that people aren't that like indie cinema isn't thinking of, okay, well why was indie cinema? Why is indie? Why is the good indie cinema? Mm-hmm. Like, why is it good? Yeah. It's like Kevin Smith's was good because he spent so much fucking time writing the script, caring about that, mm-hmm. and then shot it in black and white. Obviously, it was a budgetary concern, but it was like because it were and it and it works within that world. Yeah. It works yeah. within you know the terribleness of like if he shot that on video, I don't know if we we'd be no, talking about it. I don't it. think so. You know, obviously it'd be like oh he's a good it's funny like yeah, cool exactly. it would have been passed around afterwards. It certainly wouldn't have never done anything at Sundance. It's certainly yeah, yeah. because he made a uh, he made a decent choice on his limitations of it right. at the time, and it's just like it's it's just frustrating because it's like I can't imagine being in film school right now and having access to the the gear that is a photojournalist I have mm-hmm. and what I could shoot with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my fucking god, like all these dreams of things that I could shoot yeah. like back in the day. I mean, like just with like I have a twenty dollar microphone, I have a twenty dollar um, lav mic, yeah. things like that were just that wasn't available in ninety in in the nineties. Yeah. Like oh my god, like yeah. the shit I had to do to get you know any sort of sound. Well, I just didn't. I had to, yeah. I had to build the camp the shots around the fact that like the the that film we were watching. It was just like they didn't mic that guy. Yeah. Like things yeah. like that where it's just like. That's not that's not a budgetary concern mm-hmm. at all. That's a twenty dollar lab. I got yeah, one in my backpack yeah. that's twenty dollars and it's a forty foot. It's like a thirty foot fucking cable. Mm. I bought uh, at uh, um, God was the California uh, Electronics Chain, oh, but anyway. Yeah, but like it's they're they're out there like yeah. and so it's just like it's fucking laziness, mm-hmm. you know, to do it. And you're like, oh well, it's good enough. Who the fuck cares? I guess. Like, fuck you then. <laughs> But anyway, but like that's it's just one of those. Obviously, Jim Jarmusch is fucking director. He's yeah, fucking yeah. De- working with the, some of the best people in the world. But you know what? We've seen Criminal. Yeah. That doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. You can have all the budget in the world. You can have big explosions. You can have the best actors. You know, dudes that are yeah. asking fifteen million dollars a picture, and that shit can turn out like crap. Yeah. And then you do the same exact thing. Jim Jarmish and the film is, you know, love, you know, love it or leave it. You know, people, I was looking at the IMDb reviews yeah, yeah. and it's like, Oh, it's really slow. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. Is, I mean, yeah. It's slow. But yeah. you know, I don't know what you're expecting when you walked in. Like, yeah. it's like, 
going into an Uz Ozu film and being like, well, it's really slow and there's only tracking shots. It's like, well, <laughs> well, that's what you get with, you know, yeah. 1950s Japanese cinema. But, <laughs> like, anyway, that was my rant. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, uh, actually, this is this is probably a good time to... Uh, uh, a new thing that we're adding to the show is, is uh, giving a... a <laughs> Uh, a rating out of mm. out of five because uh, the I'm comicbook.com has me on Rotten Tomatoes now and so mm. uh, I'm supposed to get individually verified soon at which point stuff that we put on the podcast will start going up on my Rotten Tomatoes page so I need to have a numerical score because that's how they do things. Mm. <laughs> doing out of five or out of a hundred? Um, what do you want to do? I would say isn't aren't they they're out of a hundred so. They they just <coughs> scale whatever you do oh, okay. because most people do out of five. Uh, I'm happy to do out of ten or out of a hundred. Um, it was like out of a hundred because like 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 this film, mm -hmm. like I, I always just think it was like four out of five is an eighty, yeah, and I'm like yeah. this film's better than an eighty. Yeah, and then it's like four point five, and then it's just like I don't know. You start getting the half stars yeah. and shit like that where it's just like. Because it's like, to me, there's like a ma there's such a huge difference between clearly. Three by and the four. way, we plan this out. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think that's. Yeah, the, I, I mean, know, I don't know. It's, it's always it's we a, we go always go inside baseball yeah. when we talk about things like this. Um, but but it's just always well. I would say you know like if we're doing that, I would say, fuck. My gut out of a hundred would be to give this movie like a ninety-two. Yeah. Um, like just slightly more than four, because like for me, for my personal enjoyment. It's a five-star movie. Yeah. Like, it is it is a movie that's not going to be that for everybody, and no. it's certainly a movie that, like, there's a couple little things. Like, there's there's a bit with uh, Tilda Swinton's character where I'm like, if the movie wasn't great, yeah. then there's, a, a like, a whole piece of her characterization that you, you could just sit there and be like, well, that doesn't make sense, and it would bother you, and you yeah. could go on a rant about it because, like the movie wasn't good and so it gives you like you want that rant yeah 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 uh, but because this movie was really good you're kind of like eh it works within the universe of the movie even yeah, if it yeah. doesn't make a lot of narrative yeah. sense and, and so it's, and especially you, you can always give um, you can always be like well it's a choice and I just didn't like the choice versus yeah, yeah. it wasn't good like right. there's a big difference between those two things yeah um, but yeah no I, I would say 90 yeah. I think 90 all right, and uh, on that note, uh, I, why don't we? We're gonna take a break, go to a, a quick commercial, and when we come back, we will talk a little bit more, probably very little bit more, <laughs> yeah. about high death. <laughs> I mean, it's. I'm John Galbo, co-host of Adventure Club Podcast, one of the flagship shows of ACPN. Each week, we're joined by guests from all walks of life, from celebrities to comedians to web geeks of all trades and beyond. Each episode is jam-packed with popular culture goodness sprinkled with some old-fashioned comedy and all-around geekdom. Come join us and share in all the adventures. All right, I said it. Give me my 20 bucks. Adventure Club Podcast, new episodes only on ACPN. And we're back. And uh, this time, as we kind of mentioned before, we're going to be talking about high death. Before we get into it really quick, High Death is a uh, very, very, very indie uh, anthology horror project from Wild Eye Releasing. I think it's called Wild Eye something, anyway. And uh, these are the same folks who brought us uh, Winterskin, as far as I can recall. Yeah. And so <laughs> they've got a, a pedigree here on the Emerald City Video Podcast. <laughs> um, 
Do they live up to the pedigree? Uh, full disclosure, I actually took copious notes while I was watching this. <laughs> However, exactly. we're now doing this episode in the car. <laughs> and it is a very, very indie movie. And they don't even do a particularly good job of differentiating the the, the five segments. Yeah. I mean, that's not true. They do a good job of differentiating them in the sense that, like, there's a... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, bracket uh, framing device. There's oh, yeah. a framing oh, device yeah, yeah. Uh, with these two girls who are essentially watching a bunch of low-budget horror movies yeah. during their first weekend in LA. Yet, as far as I can tell, never actually walk into a movie theater. Yes. Or out of one. Yes. <laughs> it's like they 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 scan the barcode on a poster uh, and. Uh, are magically transported to... <laughs> I really want them to do the... Yeah. <laughs> a Wayne's World, like, thing, and then just, like, the screen, like, digitot, you know, like, yeah. swirls or whatever. Uh, I will say the best, like... And this is, like, this is gonna be... Something, this is gonna sound mean right out of the gate, but... Uh, the best parts of this movie, to me, were the opening and closing credits and that first montage of L.A. when it was like, look, show business! Um, <laughs> the opening and closing credits were cool because they were very, like, this movie is, you can tell, influenced by the, like, the creep show style, like, yeah. anthology horror schlock of the 80s. And uh, so there was a, an intro and an outro on the movie that felt like the like an extended version of like the Vestron video fanfare or something yeah. like an, an old direct to VHS like schlock horror movie yeah. you know uh, and I will say there were five uh, there were five segments not all of them were terrible um, some of them had moments but it was a hard sit. Yeah. I certainly didn't hate it as much as I hated Winterskin. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I mean, like, Winterskin had a level of just meanness and, yeah. like, cruelty not only to the characters that were within the film, but also to the viewer. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wonder why I've never blurbed on any of these things. Uh, right? <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> So uh, let's because we, we don't have that much time before we get me yeah. home and you've got to, you've got to drive to Cape Cod in the morning. Yeah. So let's uh, let's try to do a quick rundown of each of the five. No, uh, no, I should note uh, this is a very unfair review on my end because I stopped watching it 45 minutes in <laughs> and then jumped forward to the end, the last segment, which literally was it, it introduced me to full on screen. Uh, breasts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, in the middle of some sort of orgy, like <laughs> I think. We'll, um, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. So. Um, so the first one was "Death Has a Conscience," I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, and and basically, it's this girl who's down on her luck. She's a junkie. Oh yeah. And she takes some drugs and sees the Grim Reaper, who yeah. essentially apologizes that he has to take her. And uh, she tries to bargain her way out of it. She tries to blah, blah, blah. And ultimately, it doesn't work. And the segment ends with him going to the next, like, person on his list of people to kill tonight. Yeah. And starting the exact same monologue. 
So it's like Death has a conscience, but he's also got a script. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> he, he, like, he, it reminded me actually a little bit of uh, uh, Pariah from Crisis on Infinite Earths, where it's like, nope, I'm just doomed to, like, this is my curse. I have to go to every universe and, and watch the Anti-Monitor eat it. Yeah. Anti-Monitor eat it. Um, did, did I miss... Um... <laughs> And I miss, like, what was the thing? Because, uh, you know, like, they don't immediately show, like, Death's, like, Halloween mask right. face. Um, they show this weird, like, upside-down Yeah, the, the mask weird, thing, like, yeah. Which I don't understand, like, what was going on. I know they were trying to do it's some, like, like weird stuff. like his minion or something? But, like, why was it upside down? And, like, why when she, like, bent over the mirror or something like that? It was, was it, like, like, behind her? Yeah, it was, like, a then... con- it was like a contortionist yeah. in an all-black robe with one of those white... It, it looks like a Japanese, like, mask of some kind. I, like... Yeah. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. There wasn't really context for it. Um, okay. There were a lot of things in almost all of these that felt like they were done just to say like, like look we did a thing we're trying to be weird and scary and yeah not pulling it. which you know I mean, it goes back to my like kind of rant before like keep it fucking simple if you yeah. don't have the, yeah exactly if you don't if have you, the means if you don't have the means or the talent or the you know some like better idea like yeah. Yeah. I don't know like or keep it to the student project like that mm-hmm. you're trying to do or whatever yeah. like then don't air like if it doesn't work um yeah. Sorry. You no, no, no. Worry. Yeah. no uh, again, I wanted to yeah. kind of blow through these fairly quickly because neither of us loved this movie. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I mean, that opening one, I just had no idea. Yeah. I, I, I will say that I didn't. It, it took me until like the second one that I realized, oh, that's a framing device. Like I was mm-hmm. waiting for like them to tie in these yes. two characters yeah. that are traveling around to like tie into this thing. Like it took me a while to get that, and like I could have just been. I likely was just daft and not like paying no, attention I mean, enough to realize that because the, they don't necessarily especially the first like, I, I don't know like well there's actually there's a thing that I, I had a note on because I at first I didn't realize that we were cutting into the movie they were watching either yeah uh, so like what had happened was that it goes from them on like Rodeo Drive or something yeah and uh, or no Hollywood Boulevard and so there's background noise, and it's sunny, and it's, like, all this kind of... And it's a very, like, upbeat, noisy kind of... Yeah. And then the very first shot of the of the, the short that they segue into yeah. is silent, and it's at night, and it's at a train station. Yeah, yeah. And I actually really liked the fact... Like, it opens on this shot, and it's just silent. It's, like, silent for just long enough that you're just, like did this stop buffering and then yeah, like yeah. as you like are ready to like hit pause yeah it starts moving so yeah. i liked that and i thought that it was a, a good choice coming out of the framing device yeah, yeah. um and then they did it again like three minutes later and it was less effective yeah. and i'm wondering now like was it really a choice coming out of the framing device or was this just a thing that this director did and it happened to be graced with the framing device which made it look more clever yeah. um in any event uh so, so I didn't notice it at first either, um, and it took me, I think, the same amount as, as it took you. Like, the first time you go back to the girls, and it's like, oh, they're back. Oh, I get it. They're going to the movies. Yeah. Neat. There's Charlie Chaplin on the wall. Yeah. Um, but, uh, 
so yeah, if I if I if I was gonna score these individually, which I guess I should, because some are definitely much worse than others. Yeah. I would give that one like a forty. Like, it was fine, I guess. It was not something I'd want to watch again, but it wasn't god awful. Yeah. Um. And then we go to uh, the second one, which is Dealers of Death. Yeah. Where uh, we meet the world's worst burglar. Yeah. Who is like wearing gloves and a mask and and like he like go- a full Halloween mask yeah. like thing, not just like yeah. Yeah, and he breaks into a house and he like steals a thing and apparently knows what he's going for and instead of just stealing it and getting the hell out of there while the other person's having sex in the next room. Yeah. Um he like stops and like takes the mask off yeah. and looks through the, this briefcase that to make sure that like all yeah, yeah. And, and and show like obviously it's to show the viewer yeah, that there's yeah. the things inside but, but none of the things are that important because he it, he like immediately turns around and flips it yeah and the whole thing becomes like hey you sold my shit um because very quickly he's caught by the the homeowner because that's what happens when you take your mask off and then sit on the rug on your knees for 10 minutes and then slowly walk away yeah. basically to the point that the homeowner who is um armed yeah. <laughs> if i remember correctly um could have killed him at the very beginning just literally just, could have yeah. shot him off of the porch yeah. of this like shitty house that he was yeah. in um that was completely empty Except for some, yeah. like, weird stuff. Yeah, it really was. It was, like, I... I, And again, it, it like, it's one of those, like, hey, we probably have this location because somebody involved with the production is, like, a realtor. Yeah. And so we can shoot there for 20 minutes as long as we don't bother anybody in an open house. Yeah. Although I, but, I always feel like somebody's got to have a home that you can... It's also Hollywood. Like, it's that whole yeah. Hollywood area, which you can... I mean, you know what? Also, there's, there's, there's Airbnb where mm-hmm. you can, like, rent... Yeah. For like fifty bucks for half a day, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, so that was you're right. It was that that was weird too. Like we don't actually see anything in, like we hear him having sex in the next room, but we don't actually see like any rooms where there's furniture. We just see like the what looks like an office with like a small closet. Yeah. And the office is completely empty, and the guy like runs to the closet and gets the briefcase. Yeah, he keeps the briefcase in like a small closet off of one of the empty rooms. Mm-hmm. Not. One with one lock open. Yeah. Um. And, uh, it's just, anyway. It's just no, but it's just it's like bother like again yeah. like you know like my rant in the previous early. Yeah. It's just like sh- like lazy fucking shit like this that like yeah. that bothers me because like we've seen we've seen a lot of these films mm-hmm. and and like I can there's ones that like I can go I didn't like that I didn't you know I didn't think it was amazing it's not my cup of tea but like every like at least everything in it was at least competent, competent to the yeah. level to the level that you know you can be with these things yeah, you yeah. know i mean like but it's just like why was one of the locks open yeah. on the on the, the briefcase like there's yeah. there's no reason for this why was it just randomly shoved in a thing you couldn't get a safe like yeah. just things like like i'm like if i'm gonna you know if, if these were all films you're like because there's this thing where it's just like oh you make a film in 24 hours yeah, yeah. and like i would i've seen them i've actually I've seen some of them and they're fucking amazing like some yeah. i'm like jesus christ that film will take me like two months to yeah. do like but it took and it's just like these are like five minute or not five minute but like 10 minute films or whatever mm-hmm. it is of you know 15 minute films yeah and like you know, there's not much going on in a lot of yeah. these and yeah. like this one i will say the second one it 
it it packed a fair amount of yeah. plot, so to speak, or at least things that happened yeah. into its 20 or so minutes. Yeah. Uh, but nothing in any of it was worth watching. Yeah. Um, it was this was this was my least favorite by a wide margin. And uh, uh, half of it wasn't in focus. Yeah, half of it wasn't in focus. There was a bunch of chunks where like the the audio was really terrible. Um, the the like the big scary guy is like this dude in a cowboy hat who's always smoking, but like he doesn't know how to smoke. So like there's just a, a cigarette <laughs> hanging limply from his lips, oh. and I don't know if it's supposed to be a gag or, or if it's supposed to be taken seriously, but like. Because he's not actually smoking it, yeah. because it's not even lit, and I don't it's think like I dangling. I saw him smoke. It's like, but because it's like dangling at all yeah. times, it becomes. I, I like, will say it stops. That is him. the most talented part of the thing. Is I don't know how that that cigarette hangs. Yeah. It's yeah. like was it uh, whatever from King of the Hill? Uh, yeah. Whatever, yeah, Dale. Yeah, Dale has yeah. like thing, but it's. But it was one of those, like, because it's funny because you mentioned it before, like I got to that part, yeah, yeah. and like it really bothered me. But it was just like I. Uh, very much like the parking thing. That's another thing that bothers you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that was it. Actually, that was it. Yeah, that was the one where they parked smoking. really badly. And... Um, no, but it was just like there's this, like this weird ass scene where they're where like I, I just I'm like I'm fucking furious about the fact that there was it wasn't like look at I totally get like oh fuck this was the one good shot we got. Like, yeah. Uh, the audio was crap on whatever. This one saw it has soft focus. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No. They're out of focus. Yeah. The, and all three characters in this one room are out of focus, and the horse, whatever fucking in the background, is in focus. So no one was looking yeah. in the viewfinder. No one looked at this afterwards and said, oh, fuck, we have to reshoot this yeah. because we can't put this on any sort of screen. Or yeah. fuck it, we can just literally just throw this scene out because it, none of it matters. Yeah. Um, literally, you could cut from that scene to the next, you know, like they're going to be like, yeah. okay, cool, like explain your dialogue. Yeah. But like, I, it just—it's like. Yeah, and I mean, one of the things that you 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 kind of joked about last night, and I'm just like, yeah, this is—it's per—it's a perfect descriptor for this yeah. particular uh, vignette. Mm-hmm. Was like, usually it's like. You you have like three things that go into a horror movie, mm-hmm. it's like the script, the acting, and like the actor's physical attractiveness. Yeah. And like, usually there's at least one. Yeah. Like even in the worst of the worst, it's like there'll be pretty people because that's what hor- like horror is yeah, yeah. you know it's visceral yeah and in this one like the girl was attractive enough like for the story she was like a normal looking person but both of the men in it were like really frighteningly and, and there's ugly. a lot of like shirtlessness and yeah. things like that with like the guy had like tattoos that looked like they were drawn on sort of thing. And yeah, like, he had a Green Lantern and a Batman yeah, yeah. tattoo that both looked... They must have either been really fresh or fake. Yeah. But also, they were, like, one directly on top of the other. So yeah. it, look, it looked like he was building, eventually, like, a Justice League totem pole on his sleeve, and he <laughs> I mean, just couldn't afford to do it yet. Yeah. Um, um, and and it's, so it's just, like... And there's, like, things like that where it's, like... Obviously, you know, that always gets into that. Yeah. It's just like, if you have things like that that are, like, really obvious on camera, mm-hmm. like, to me, you kind of have to, like, have that be part of a character, have that some reason yeah. why this thing. He didn't have badass tattoos, which, mm-hmm. like, this guy is supposed to be some level of a, maybe not a badass. He, well, he's like a, he's a lame he's like drug, a, drug yeah, dealer. He's not a, a drug well, dealer, he's a just drug he's, user. But, he's a serial killer fetishist yeah. where he, like, like the, that's the whole, the whole conceit of it is he, like, oh, steals... Yeah. 
all this money from his drug money, dealer boss and, yeah. and sells it to a competitor, I guess, some lady we never see again. Yeah. Um, in exchange for uh, a video camera that has like, it's it's a bunch of snuff films yeah, from yeah. apparently a serial killer. Yeah. Um, and and you know so to punish him for having done this, he ends up being killed in the next snuff film added to the camera. Yeah. Um, but. Which actually, on paper, sounds more like an actual plot than what we got. Yeah. It, it, like that sounds like because it makes there's some also kind like sense. six minutes mm-hmm. of the man and the woman like <laughs> trying to argue for their lives or whatever. No, no, I'm talking about the the the, the sexy oh, scene oh, yeah. when there's a skull that of one of the victims that he has somehow because yeah. I guess local police department. Or yeah, can just yeah. Apparently, first of all, they they can they have in spite of being broke, they have enough money to constantly be bribing the guy in charge of the evidence locker. Yeah, and to and they have like a skull. And what the fuck kind of like. What what's going on in this local police like lo, in this small community <laughs> that there's like multiple serial killers like so like that doesn't and uh, and oh and and one thing that like it's not the least competent thing in the movie but it just it it, it was the thing that I'm, like it's the the one thing that I was just like what the fuck and it just amused me in it's it's weird kind of uh, when he goes to make the drop of the cash yeah. Um, I feel like what happened is this: that the script said they meet in the bleachers, like at a kid, at a children's soccer field, <laughs> and that the screenwriter intended for this to be like a surreptitious meeting at during a game where there are people yeah. to hide your activity. Instead, there is no soccer game. There are no other people. They go out into the middle of nowhere, sit on bleachers next to each other, and then walk away with one another's bags. It is the most conspicuous thing you could possibly do. And it just, I was just like, wait, what? It like, because the only, obviously, the only reason you go to a mutually agreed upon location in the middle of nowhere and like surreptitiously exchange these things is so that you're not like caught exchanging these things yeah. that's the reason you do it yeah but like it do, it, it makes me it, it does make me question on whether there was a because like I, look at I, I enjoy like when you're like okay so your budget for these films like you can't spend more than fifteen dollars you get yeah. whatever like put these great limitations on it and whatever um, but because I go there's things like a car like you could have met in a car, like yeah. And it's like, and again, it's always bad to like make read, like make different choice, try to figure out different choices for directors. Mm. But like, you know, I mean, there's just so many. But I mean, when it's an entirely yeah. inexplicable choice, exactly. Like, like, because not only was that like hilariously out of place, but it's not like they ever before or after go back to the soccer field. Like that's you introduced a new location you didn't need to shoot at. Also, like later on, there's a barn. Meet at the barn. Like yeah, I, it doesn't really matter. Meet at the some random house. Yeah. Like I, it's just these weird like. It, it's like 
Especially considering, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're dealing in, like, you know, serial killer stuff, you don't really give a shit about yeah. the fact that now you're fucking on likely a school property and this, yeah. you know, trading drugs for anything for financial gain is going to now put you in a higher level of a, anyway. Yeah. But uh, this guy is not the smartest. No, anyway. no. He also, and, like, I, sorry, like, I, this is a spoiler thing, but the, there's a scene when he takes the fucking skull of a victim and mm-hmm. shoves it in, in his woman's crotch mm-hmm. as if she's and that's just like that was like literally I'm like I have to give this like what like that was when I decided like I was done I watched another 50 because I'm like oh we have to talk about this and I can't review a film if I've only watched you know whatever I refuse to be that person yeah um I still only made it through half the film (laughs) but um like I was just like what the fuck yeah and it's just like there's like weirdness and things like that and like to me I always have to like earn a level of like yeah and there's you know because you know we're talking about it's just like fuck the the film that neither of us can fucking remember um that we talked that at least I watched and I just decided that I'm like I don't want to review this because a it was cruel and it was just me it was cruel it was mean and it was just objectively horrible mm-hmm. um at a level past this like um uh, in in badness especially this one at least this one you know story um but yeah well this is this is the worst of the story oh, yeah, like yeah, having yeah. seen all five of them yeah, no, myself I, mean, this, like, I, I can promise is, you because yeah. they, there can't be anything worse there is there's no and like <laughs> The acting is bad. The script is like there is nothing redeeming about like yeah. like it's not plan. I mean the, the other thing you should note it's not Plan Nine bad. Yeah, it's not ridiculous because it's because there's no stakes. <laughs> it's yeah it's, exactly. Like, it's mostly just sad. Yeah, well because everyone looks everyone is just like I feel sad for them to be there. Yeah, like just as he as a human. Yeah, not as a reviewer but just as like a, another person. Yeah. <laughs> My, I'm just being really mean, like <laughs> unneededly so. But like, but, I this this one like just pissed uh, yeah, me off. Yeah, so, really. Like, it was... I, it, like a lot of the weirdness, the skull thing, came out of me. But like, fucking focus your fucking fuck. Yeah. Well, and, and I will say like this is the like and and again I'm not gonna worry too much about spoilers. This is on streaming video on demand. If you want to see it, I, yeah. I don't recommend you do. Yeah. But um uh, they they eat most of these, if not all of them. I think. I think all of them, but definitely most of them have, like, the O. Henry ending, like, the Twilight Zone ending. Yeah. And, and you know, this one, it's, like, the the surprise ending that's not a surprise at all because you see it coming five minutes in to the 20-minute thing. Because it's, like, they steal this guy's thing, they get the, the, they get the snuff film, mm-hmm. the snuff film turns them on, so they go to yet another empty room to go make love. No, they, they weren't. They weren't there to make love. They were there to hide the thing that they got. I don't know. They were they were hiding it for some reason. Let's talk in, about the next one. In an unre- yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> out of a hundred, uh, I, I, zero. <laughs> I give it a fuck you. <laughs> That's what I give. It. Uh, I also give it a zero because that is the lowest number that I can. Yeah. yeah. I give it a, 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 a Kelvin zero. K E L V A. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, third one was uh, Night Drop, which yeah. is set at a at Firefly Video, I think it's a called, which is a family video. <laughs> Literally because you can see you the can see the family signage. video sign in a couple of yeah. Um, you, I mean, first of all, if you've ever been in a family video, yeah, it's, fair, it's, fair. it's immediately recognizable from the color scheme and the fonts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though they do like for most of the like. 15-minute runtime of the short, they do a pretty decent job of keeping Family Video's actual name yeah, out of the... Yeah. You, I, I can only remember specifically seeing it once. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, the, the conceit of it is a couple guys working at a video store. One guy is apparently new. The other guy's the manager. The manager has some kind of personal crisis and has to go home early. So he has the other guy closing up shop and locking up. Mm-hmm. Um, while he's putting videos away, somebody drops a DVD in the Dropbox. Yep. It's haunted. He puts it in the DVD player. It kills him. And then it, uh, it puts itself back in its case and sucks itself back up outside the Dropbox to go to the next victim. Um, yep. So basically it's, it's a, a riff on like the ring, uh, except yeah. at a video store and immediate instead of 24 hours or whatever, yeah. or a week. Um, this one was fine. Yeah. I mean, it, I watching the trailer and seeing like, oh, cool, it's at a video store. Like, I kind of wanted that. I, one I, to I be... actually, I mean, this is the again, this is like the cruel likeness yeah. because like I thought the reason I said, oh, let's review this one because it's based in a video store yeah. and we have to do it. And I'm again, I apologize for that deeply. Uh, um, well, and, and it this... turned, first of all, it turned out to be shorts, and so it's like yeah, only yeah. a fifth of it. No, I know, but I'm mean, like, I thought but, the whole yeah. thing was yeah, yeah, yeah. This, but you, well, because that was you when you told me you were like, oh, it's like a slasher movie, but the slasher like it yeah. starts at the video, it's at the video store yeah. or whatever. Uh, anyway, this it's one, one of those things. this one is it's like there's nothing groundbreaking about it, but it's not bad. The performances are fine. Yeah. It's kind of weird the fact that, like, you pointed this out, that, <laughs> like, this is an incredibly white movie. Yeah. Um, and, like, which the is, only... Which is what, I mean, it, it's clearly, like... Yeah, it's clearly a bunch of people in the Midwest making it, like, in their town. Yeah, and, and it's um, just clearly, like, I have available friends, so, yeah, like, exactly. I, I don't discredit for that. I do discredit the fact that the one Hispanic guy it has a, like, Luck. I, I don't know. It's not La Cucaracha. It's another, like, Mexican song, like, that yeah, like, is yeah. generically attached to, like, that, like, you'd hear on a car horn or something yeah, exactly. like that. It, that's his cell phone ringer. Yeah. And, like, it's unneeded. It's un. Uh, like, it's. It, there's no joke there. Yeah. It's literally like, oh, that's the guy's cell phone. And maybe. And maybe, you know what? I'll, gi- I'll give it. I'll give it for this <laughs> one because this is the one that I. I, I, I hate it the least. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That's 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 not true. That this is the one I I um I guess like the most um because I I, I felt like there was at least potential here. Like mm-hmm. there's a and they uh, didn't do anything spectacularly wrong either. Yeah. Like the yeah. screenplay wasn't great and the acting wasn't great, but both of them were passable. It and... seemed it seemed like there was like in a there's there's a little bit of levity and like mm-hmm. kind of realizing like the badness of it yeah like there's the crazy guy that it goes to the door yeah. and he was just like like i actually was like wait is he trying to be like actually scary yeah. or is he just trying to be like the crazy homeless guy that yeah. like showed up and like because he was actually honestly like he was the best part of everything even though <laughs> i don't think he was supposed to be because it was just like he's he actually realizes how ridiculous all of this yeah. is that actor does and that character does and i enjoy that <laughs> but um i don't know i think it just had like a lot of like i don't know it felt like a little like again we were just talking about kevin smith you know but it's yeah. like it had like enough of like that feel between the yeah. actor just having he didn't have a goatee but he had like a no, thin yeah. beard things i think yeah well and it's so. it's just it's, it's just, one of those i mean the one the one kind of logical flaw that plagues this and this is a tiny thing yeah. but it's just is that like I've worked in video stores a lot. Once you are like, once you've been closed for 45 minutes and you've put away all your new releases, like all of your movies, you don't go back to the Dropbox for the one random DVD that somebody drops off 
It's like, no, like, they'll get it in the morning. That's the point of the Dropbox. Yeah, that actually is one thing, like, <laughs> that actually did bother me a little bit because I'm like, that's not, this is not how you close a fucking video yeah. store. I also, like, this funny. is all completely unfair, yeah. but it's still. Although, although at the same time, the fact that they had a family video I know, they available clearly, to them, somebody clearly works in yeah, that video store. Yeah, they must work in that video so, store, and that like, means, like, they, they should decide? know yeah. how the video store closes. And, and by the way, that dude, the dude that, like, dropped, I, I think I, I think he had to go get laid or something like that. I yeah, thought that I think, was the implication. Was the... Like, it wasn't, like, a family emergency. I think it was just, it's like, oh, Maybe. I got this girl. But, um, like, he didn't vacuum. He didn't do anything. He's like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I forgot to vacuum. Like, that's a dick move. Like, also, also, I got the impression that dude was the manager. Yeah. And so it's like, <laughs> who's going to care? Like, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's all, like, that's all typical, like, low grade horror movie silliness yeah, and yeah. not the, like, yeah. not the end of the world. Uh, and, and yeah, this one, I mean, it's, it's. It's uninspired in a yeah. lot of ways. Like it's 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 stuff you've seen before. Yeah. But I'd give it like a, a 60, 65 yeah. out of my, out of a hundred because yeah, it's my, like my only actual problem with it was the it, this is another one of those that has this weird cast over it. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. that a lot of these do. And like at this point, I have to assume it's it's a decision. I always thought it was like is it this weird? Yeah. Like the way they're sending them out and like a weird render thing yeah. but I mean like the uh, one, at least one of the other ones didn't mm-hmm. have it over even though it's like it's still a little like weird yeah. like they put some like weird filter over it which I don't understand because they have to be shooting on high def cameras one would um, assume um, but I mean <laughs> it's also be like it honestly would be more of a pain in the ass to shoot on I don't know what like this room it just like so much of it reminds me of like when I when I had a mini DV camera mm-hmm. like in questionable light it was kind of not good on the yeah. auto, on the uh, auto exposure except in premiere which i assume everyone fucking uses at this point because honestly again it's like yeah <laughs> it's, it's, you, you can there's literally a color like a, a super easy auto correct yeah. like thing which is fucking fantastic i can tell you like because <laughs> i shoot it you know shoot in all weird lighting situations and it's like oh fuck everything's yellow click a button oh everything's not yellow now yeah so like it was a choice and it just is like I don't, and, again, and that's one of those problems where it's like, that's not what a video story... Like, especially, yeah. that's not what a family video... Like, we... <laughs> Firefly video. Yeah, I'm sorry, yes, I'm sorry. Firefly, which, uh, <laughs> fuck you if it was a Joss Whedon reference. Uh, but, uh, as and I say that as a fire as a fan of, of Serenity and Firefly. Um, but, anyway. But, yeah, yes. so... Uh, next one after this was... It wasn't the Muse. There was one more between them, right? Because there's five. I don't know. This is where I this What is, is the I fourth stopped. one? Um, I'm trying to think, because there was a... Oh, oh, oh. Uh, shit, I can't it's remember. It's clearly memorable. It's a cold read, I think. Uh, the conceit of it is this uh, woman, he, she's an actress. She's on an audition. Uh, there's this director who's being just fucking awful to all the women in the audition and uh like this woman apparently like used to be uh like an actress on the rise had done a bunch of like little appearances and things and then like went off got married got pregnant and then got divorced and now she's trying to get back into her life Mm -hmm. and uh the director 
knows slash assumes all of this about her and berates her for it, for her, like, bad life choices. Um, also, the sides that she's been given are wrong, and so the director berates his assistant because she's been giving people the wrong sides all fucking day, and he's upset. And finally, she convinces him to, like, let her read the correct sides, like, as a cold read, like, look, I can't come back tomorrow for a new edition, like, I'll do it right now, and I'll show you that I have what it takes. And in the course of their performing the scene, he antagonizes her to try and get more of an emotional response out of her. Mm -hmm. She snaps and beats him to death. And then the assistant comes in to say, like, he's not really a director, he's an actor, and I hired him as part of a psychological experiment to see how far people would go who were desperate, blah, 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 blah. So it's like the the weird, like, Twilight Zone ending of this one is that, like, he wasn't really... Like, you killed this person who you thought deserved it, and he didn't really deserve it, and you're a terrible person now. And um, it was really hard to watch because it was it was a lot of unnecessary meanness uh and it was different it was a different kind of meanness than the the thing in the second short and it wasn't as awful in literally any way um and i will say that the the woman who plays juliana the main like the actress um is actually really not really good but in the the realm of this movie really good uh she is very good given the limitations yeah exactly she's she's really she's she's the best actress in the movie which you have to be if your entire short is about you doing a one-person audition yeah um which then isn't a one-person audition anyway the director ends up doing sides with her but whatever um but uh and it's funny because not her but the other the woman, the, the assistant slash bad guy in the, the thing mm-hmm. is actually um, the only person on this that has like mainstream, non-schlock like horror credits as far yeah. as I can tell. Uh, she recently was um, something on an episode of What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, it was like the orgy episode and she was like a prostitute or something. Yeah. Uh, but anyway... Um, it was fine. It was, it was the kind of thing that I think, I think I might have actually liked, if the second short hadn't a predisposed me against the movie in such yeah. a big way, and b hadn't been so gross and mean, like, not gross in terms of like the horror elements or the gore elements, but gross in terms of like the character, to, you know. Yeah. Um, and and so, I feel like this is one that like. If you can get through the second one and not hate everything about the world, yeah. then... Uh, Just skip the second one. Yeah, the fourth one will be pretty fine. I would say, again, that's like it's like a 55-60. Like, there's nothing special about it. You've seen pretty much all of it before, and the, like, but at least this one, the twist is not predictable. Yeah. Like, I will say that this is the only one where the twist isn't predictable, because, like, even the video store one, which I thought was pretty decent, it's like... Yeah. When the creepy supernatural video shows up, you pretty much know it's gonna be haunted. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but so anyway, uh, so yeah, I'd give give that one like a sixty again. It's it's the most, it's the least supernatural and the least horror of all of them because it's basically just like 
it's like a psychological thriller. It's like, I tricked you into doing something terrible by mistake, and oops, now everybody's life is ruined. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and there's actually some pretty decent effects, um, like makeup effects on the guy that she beats up. Because mm. it's one of those, like, she, it's, it's actually, the thing that reminded me of the most was it reminded me of uh, Jack fighting Angel Face in Fight Club. Because she does very much the same thing. Like, she knocks him down, and when he tries to protest, she, like, slams his face down. And then when he's, like, either knocked out or basically incapable of fighting back, yeah. she, like, straddles him and just punches his face into oblivion. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, this basically looks exactly like the, <laughs> the, the Angel Face fight from Fight Club. Yeah. And the makeup is clearly very cheap. And it's not as good as the Angel Face, which was 20 years ago now. But, like, it's still pretty decent. And, like, both she and the guy she's beating up sell it. Like, she's, like, 110 pounds soaking wet. And he's not, like, a big dude, but he's, like, an average-sized guy. And both of them sell it in a way that it looks like, no, it's it's completely believable that she just kicked his ass. Like, because they they managed to choreograph the, like, the interchange. Mm. Um, So it's, it's... like it's fine I think if it wasn't in this movie if it was in a different anthology of shorts or if this was just a thing you watched on the internet mm-hmm. uh, I think that I would like it more because it doesn't feel like it belongs in this yeah. and also the fact that this movie is like on the whole not great drags it down a little bit Yeah. Um, and then there's the last one which is uh, it's called The Muse you get this guy with like a creepy demonic like Jiminy Cricket guy on his shoulder uh, telling him to paint and he like paints a picture of like the ferryman uh, taking people to, to you know across the river sticks and uh, the guy's like no that's not good enough do it again and like you find out this like artist has been trapped in this like shitty hotel room for days without a change of clothes without sleep being forced to like paint nonstop because he's like essentially trying to paint a magic painting yeah and uh he runs out of paint and so like he uses he goes and there's these big like leech looking things Mm -hmm. that he uses he like he puts i can't tell if if he's just supposed to be painting with blood or if it's like he's supposed to be using leeches to suck ink out of his tattoos because he has tattoos on his chest and he puts the leeches on his chest and I'm just like, okay, but but whatever it is. So, like, he takes some blood from himself and then also calls a hooker and the Jiminy Cricket guy murders the hooker and uses her blood. And then finally they he paints the, the picture that the demon guy wants. And, well, first of all, this is the one where you saw, like, the orgy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of boobs in this one. Um, the prostitute gets killed mid-coitus. And she gets killed by the demon sneaking up behind her and, like, grabbing her chin and pulling her head back. So there's a good five seconds minimum of, like, just full frontal nudity while she's, like, yeah. her face is off off screen. And just, just, like, there's nothing here but, like, boobs and belly. Um, but, uh, and then this, like, painting comes to life and it the painting murders the painter. Surprise. But also, like, apparently it summoned the end of the world. Um, and, like, not just the end of the world in, like, the most general sense of, like, this is a supernatural movie. But, like, 
hard cut from like the orgy and the painting to giant Cthulhu monster looming over a city, mm-hmm. destroying everything. Cool. And it was just like, I actually like, I I admire the, I admire the balls on that one, um, and I I. I I'm weirded out by the fact that, like, this one... The scope of this one is, like, cosmic. Yeah. And, like, world-ending as opposed to all the other, like, petty little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, a drug deal gone bad. Yeah. Kind of, like... <laughs> even, even at the most like supernatural, the it was, like, the the Grim Reaper... Yeah. ...one person at a time. Yeah. Um, but, uh... uh in terms of like really cheap VFX, I thought the Cthulhu's looked pretty decent. Um, there were two of them, because like one of them you see looming over the city, and then in the next shot there's like a news report, and you see it on top of a building like smashing things or something. Yeah. And neither of them looked particularly good, but they looked like it was like so bad it's good kind of effects, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's just like okay that that that's yeah, fine yeah. that works. Yeah. Um, it, it it like I said it's baffling. This one and the one before it both just felt like they didn't belong in the same anthology with the yeah. other ones because they were just so weirdly out of whatever. And I'm actually being I, I'm sounding nicer to this one than I should be because I did not enjoy it. <laughs> uh, and again, part of that is just I think that the, the the this one and the one before it were both they both suffered because of part number two because. Number two was just so mean, and it just completely set that tone of, like, I'm tired of people being assholes. Yeah. And then, like, so all of the asshole stuff, you're just like, fuck you, stop it. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, I do, I'll give him credit. The makeup on the Jiminy Cricket guy did not look great. Um, they did a really good job of keeping him in shadows most of the yeah. time. He had, like, this really creepy painted makeup on his teeth to make yeah. his teeth look decayed. He had a hood that kept him in shadows most of the time. His makeup was like purple and red, but it was like, and and so it was like he blended into the dark room that they were in pretty well. Um, Whenever you see him out in the light, it looked really goofy. It looked like the uh, like the Grim Reaper from the first one, where you're just like, oh, buddy, keep that in the shadows. But um, (laughs) but as long as it was like, but like this one was in the shadows a lot more than the Grim Reaper one was. I thought that I think that again, speaking to your point about Jarmusch and about like filmmakers knowing their limitations yeah. and working within them, I felt like this last segment really did a pretty good job of working within its limitations yeah. and understanding how the audience is going to react to what they were doing. Yeah. Um, and and I do think a lot of horror people would probably dislike the like weird painting of death thing more than I would, because um, like I said, I just I watched it and I'm just like. Eh. It's, it's kind of predictable and it seems just mean for no reason. Yeah. Um, the whole thing is like this guy apparently lost his wife and daughter and now like traded his soul to see them again. And the, the, so the twist is that he's like doing all these things for the demon. And then the, the, the version of seeing them again is that he sees them in hell because he's, he gets killed by the, yeah. the, the painting. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, there's a lot of nudity. It, it, it this one feels the most like, in a lot of ways, this one feels the most like a creep show segment in terms of like, it's really kind of strange and arbitrary and a lot of gore and a lot of nudity. Yeah, kind of a delivery. I mean, most like what I expect a little bit more with a lot of these is like the basically, oh no, this is 
it's it's a delivery system for uh, nudity and gore. Exactly. And that yeah. and like it's always weird that like that like that second segment, which you know. Yeah. Um, may this be the last time we talk about. No. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, it was because it was just like wait, there, this to me I thought that was gonna be that, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't. It was yeah. really really fucking like the Awful. brain thing uh, and the, like the painting and yeah. and like. The the biggest thing that I'm I'm just weird weird by this is that like because it may, may, you know like always makes me like that it's rare that you see yeah you know um, anthologies anthology you know in general I mean obviously I know there's yeah a, and apparently I know there's this a one of them I, I don't think we mentioned there, this apparently but, this is the second in a like series yeah. in the sense that the first one was called High Eight yeah. and it was emulating like eight millimeter like drive-in horror. Yeah. And this one is more, like, more aping the, like, 80s, direct, like, Vestron video kind of direct VHS horror. <clears throat> and um, it's, but it's just weird to me that you don't, like, the way that you can, obviously there was a, there's there's the ins and outs for mm-hmm. this one, which, whatever, I thought that was, they were weird and they didn't yeah. really explain it. Like, you could do a thing, like, there's yeah. a sh- metric shit ton of movie theaters in in LA which is the bit that they're going for yeah. like they're going from movie theater to movie theater and seeing the sights which is definitely a thing that I suppose you could do in LA yeah. but like they never walk into a movie theater they never walk out of a movie theater they're never in a movie theater yeah. they're never eating popcorn they're never you know what I mean like and just like there's like there's no like I get there's a connection in that in that way but like it's not like like to me it's like there's also things like and it, like again, like I didn't finish it, mm-hmm. so like I will you're... say that the 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 payoff to the framing device is just that, uh, you know, because it's been taking her from like one yeah, destination yeah. to the next to the next. The the last one brings her out to the desert, and she goes into a cave because she thinks she hears her friend, and then there's like weird creepy zombie things in the cave, one of which is her friend, and they kill her at the end, and it's just kind of like that felt like. It was like weird and unnecessary, but it also felt very much like a creep show thing. Like I could almost kind of see like yeah. her, like her final moments, like mm-hmm. doing that transition into a comic page and then rolling off the screen. Yeah. You know. I, I just so much like I kept like I kept looking for the tie-ins. Like, oh yeah. Usually yeah. there's like there's a gun that goes through each one. Yeah, exactly. There's like the motel. Like I was like, where's the like the four rooms? Like mm. where's Tim Roth running from one place to another? Yeah. Which is like a thing. You know, we we're like, no, really, their stories are separate. But then they either they come together, maybe yeah. they don't. Because you know, I mean, there's been a lot of these like you know yeah. type of things done by you know. A, yeah, you know, like the, the whatever, V slash H slash yeah, S, which yeah. I think is done by James Wan before, before he got famous. Yeah, and so, like, it just seems to me like that, it's the sort of thing where it's just like, I mean, I, obviously I don't know how they collected all these things together or whatever, yeah. but, like, the, the fact that, like, two or two of them happen in a hotel room, like, I, I don't know, it just always makes me think where it's just like, well, wouldn't it be really easy to, like, have them all tie together? Yeah. Like, but as, they're all directed by different people, and I feel like it's one yeah. of those, like... There was just no communication. These are people making zero-budget movies, yeah. like, in their own it, space. And but then, it, like... it's just, again, one of those, like, I, I just, you know, the... I get... But... I, I, I have this weird thing where it's just like I don't want to produce any I, I never want to actually produce anything if there's like not the audience for it mm. and like I can't oh, figure yeah. out a reason for people to want to see that would want to see it yeah and I go what I mean I, I get that I'm sure that there's an audience for this um, like because otherwise you know it, it wouldn't even be distributed in any way shape and form um, so you know these guys 
have some level of knowledge of it's yeah. going to make, you know, whatever. Um, but um, it it just seems weird to me that you don't go through the... I guess maybe they thought that this was, like, enough of a connection. But, yeah. like, the fact that, like, they're so varied. Yeah. And so that they have nothing to do with the next thing that's yeah. yeah it just it's like it seemed like like that's just the thing you could like write and it's into. also like, like because they're low budget mo- like that it, it felt like at some point they wanted it to be about like art and the artist mm-hmm. you know because there's the snuff film and then there's the the painting one and there's the girl in the audition and there's the video store but then like the first one with the Grim Reaper doesn't fit into that in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, right. you could say that the Grim Reaper one ties to the thing of the ferryman at the end, mm. but, like, nothing else ties to that. Yeah. And so it's like, it's, like, it's, 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 like, frustrating because yeah. there are little things that, like, if you're looking for them, you'll yeah. see connections, but none of them are actually yeah. intentional. So, yeah. like, it, it just becomes an exercise in frustration because you'll never be able to figure out how it actually connects because it yeah. doesn't. Um, and, and, and it just seems like it, it's like that's a missed opportunity where I go, I like, I could at least give it. Yeah. You know, like, because I think that the, you know, it's like whenever you do these, something like this is that you need to have, you need to have the, the, the like, the connection, whatever mm. that is. And this, this is the two yeah. girls wandering around, you know, movie, yeah. looking, you know, watching movies. And that, to me, could have been, like, if that was a much stronger... Yeah. And no fault to those two people. Like, they were fine. Yeah, they were fine. Um, they weren't good. Like, they weren't bad. They but were they weren't... I mean, it's just like, well, what they were given is not... Yeah. You know, they yeah. literally were two ditzy girls, basically. I should go all the way back, things. by the way, to the very first... Talking about the acting. Yeah. Uh, the girl in the, the Grim Reaper one. Yeah. It was a really weird thing. Like, she did a lot of physical acting, because, like, she had to go to that... To, she did the she had to take drugs and she went to the mm. rave and the blah 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 and like her physical acting was just terrible her line deliveries were actually really good mm-hmm. like when it was just dialogue yeah I really like I believed her yeah. and I like thought she was a solid performer but like her her taking drugs it was like yeah that's it's like a frat boy playing drunk at a party like that's not believable at all and then like there's a scene where like the other drug dealer comes to try and find her to give her some drugs and she pulls a switchblade on him and like you see her holding it in the most dainty way possible and there's like a a close-up that hangs on it for like three seconds and you're like i mean maybe that's how you open a switchblade because you like keep your your fingers out of the but even if so it doesn't look right yeah um Anyway, you were but saying. it's it's a weird, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I honestly didn't even think about it too much, like yeah, because it, it, well, that was that was another was like weird framing on the like the shots, like because she's doing a lot of walking around, yeah. and she's searching for somebody. You're not really informed on what she's searching for. Yeah. You kind of are like, well, she looks like a druggie, so I guess it's drugs. Right. Um, and there's like the guy's name is like sounds like a drug dealer sort of thing. Yeah. And then like the it's like place she's spit in. Spit or something. Yeah, yeah, spits. I, th- I don't know. Anyway, but um, so it's you know it's just weird and like some of it's like shaky handheld. And so yeah. Like, I think trying to be shaky handheld. Yeah. And it's but it doesn't sell. As a person who's failed at that miserably, I can tell you that it it it's yeah. it's tough to do. Um like it's tough to fake the shaky handheld. Yeah. Um but um 
but it's just it, that's it's like a weird like sequence which mm. whatever I give them you know like out of that like yeah oh directing one, wise like that actually I think that one might have been the best of the directing so there's yeah. just so much there's there's actual like directing to do because yeah. there's so many people in it yeah um, I will oh so, that's one yeah. more thing we have to talk about before What's we can that? hang this up. Yeah. about going back to the second one and this is not a plot thing so we won't have to go back into the, like, the stuff we hated hated uh, but like holy shit the iMovie effects do you remember uh, like oh my god yeah. that, there was that one where it like it like oh folds god. through itself that's where they come and, from yeah I was trying to figure this out I'm like why are they doing these weird it's like the cheapest most ridiculous effects that have nothing no bearing on what's going on in the thing it's just like oh no like this it's supposed to be weird and creepy let's let's like fold the picture through itself for a second I mean like yeah it's effects that don't exist in Premiere yeah like, you can't do them in Premiere they they exist in like an ancient I don't even know if they exist in the current version of iMovie I don't, I don't think, that think they so do. Um, so it's like an old fucking version of like, I'm actually like very curious on like what the deal is with this film. Yeah. Like, because I mean, like I totally get like, if this, if this was on YouTube, yeah. like a random YouTube channel with like a fucking like, you know, yeah. 150 views or something like that. I would just be like, okay, so this is like, you know, some teenage kids like yeah. playing with stuff and like cool. But mm. except for the fact that everyone in the film is adults, yeah, and a lot of them are like forty older adults, yeah. like too, which is also kind of weird, because like usually you see these things like it's clearly like everyone's just friends, yeah, and like total or like to that, and or yeah. like they're all nineteen and trying to break in, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, they're just trying to you know be in anything or whatever you know it is, mm-hmm. but like it's like yeah, it's I they they clearly didn't even use premiere I mean like it's just a, it's like a weird professional thing where I'm just like you can get a bootleg version of premiere like you can do whatever like you yeah. use iMovie like and not a current version I don't think no because like, I think you're so, right like, I think like... like this is like so like I get that everything's low budget mm-hmm. but like it's like it, it can't be that low budget because also like again the like I it, it, I'm trying to figure out like what type of camera it was shot on like because, like most most of these things are shot. Mm-hmm. You can pretty tell shot on DSLRs. You can shoot mm-hmm. because you can get a you can get a you know an old yeah. T4i or whatever uh, Canon which does really good you know 1080p mm-hmm. and fine and like with a cheap lens and it looks fine as long as you yeah. know how to grade or you know yeah. how to do like you add a filter over you know you add yeah. like a basic thing over and it's and it's fine and it looks serviceable. Yeah. Um. But like the quality on most of these are yeah. so low. Yeah, even the one, the the acting one, the one that I said was actually yeah. fairly good, um, there's, like, a chunk of... And it's funny because, like, she's doing her audition and you can't hear her yeah. and the guy yells at her and berates her because, like, you need to speak up. I can't hear you. You're trying... Like, you're trying to impress me, you know. But then, like, he comes down and they start doing a scene together mm-hmm. and the boom... I don't know where the fuck the boom is... But they don't have labs. The boom is God knows where. You can't hear them. Like, so there's, like, a 90-second, like, piece of this short where you're just watching two people acting opposite each other. And you can't tell if they're any good or not. Yeah. And, like, since the whole idea is that he's supposed to be picking on her picking on her tiny flaws the fact that you can't tell whether she's got flaws yeah. in that scene yeah. it, it's it's really disconcerting yeah and, it, and it's just and it's just weird because it's like i can see i see so much 
like you can just go on YouTube, you can whatever, like you yeah. see so much independent video, like with less quality equipment. I mean, like I just think about like Greg's kids, like yeah. uh, what they used to do, like Greg's uh, daughter who's at SCAD now. So I mean, yeah. she had talent uh, or she has talent. Um, but like what she used to produce with her friends, like 10 years ago with yeah. like a veil. I don't know what kind of video camera they had. I think yeah. probably the, probably a, you know whatever six hundred dollar yeah. movie camera, uh, but but like, honestly, there's stuff in here that looks worse than like the stuff I would I could record with like my Kodak yeah. point and shoot. Like, and like I don't I don't I don't get like this. It's just it's because it, it's actually it's it's weird to the point that like I always go like I didn't really, like have to start thinking. I mean like are there limitations on the like yeah like, again like don't spend more than five hundred dollars which. Like, I, like, I feel like I want to know that because, right. yeah, no, if somebody says I had 24 hours and I spent, and I could only spend $500 in the whole production, right. I mean, like that boxes you in, but like, I, it's just, it's just so weird. And it's like, I, I don't I never take joy that much other than the person who did the second one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say fuck you, but, yeah. um, but it's like, there, it's just like some weird quality things where mm-hmm. it's just like I I know that like what you, you the gear that you can get yeah. like what you can do and like I you know the tangent that I went on like, yeah. before but it's just one of those I don't understand and why you wouldn't do it yeah like I I just think about the gorilla filmmaking I did yeah fucking with a <laughs> you know <laughs> with a fucking steam back in a um and a 16 millimeter camera but obviously that's you know but like with what you can do with even old equipment and, and things like that like how how cheap old equipment is yeah and like you know, i mean like you can walk into a fucking you know rescue mission and get a lot of this stuff for yeah. nothing but yeah i don't know i mean it's just yeah. it's just it's it's like confusing yeah and that's the big I and mean, that's the biggest reason why i talk about it the most yeah no I, a lot of these things like like winter skin was just it was fine like it looked fine like yeah. in that way yeah it was like, shot fine shot, i mean in that it, you know and, and so much as whatever like it didn't like to me this like a lot of these go like wh- that's why i asked me like what camera are they using because i yeah. mean like no but i mean like we went we were went to the was it a turning stone? Or was it the yeah? It was yeah, a turning the, stone, the and we like we met those guys yeah. that like we're doing local around here, and like you see their work, and it's just yeah. like it, you know, it looks like it's kind of the same thing as this, but like the 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 can like the the quality of the video, but you can hear what looks they're perfectly saying. fine. Yeah, exactly. The audio like, sounds yeah. fine because they took care, and I just don't. It's just one of those like I don't understand if you're gonna make a film like because obviously these are passion projects. Yeah. These are not like you know which I mean I would hope that even if if they were paid for these I hope they wouldn't certainly wouldn't do that. Yeah. But I mean like I don't understand why you would do something that you know you're gonna put time and effort. But on the other hand, like you were talking about before. Where if you can't even find most of these actors on social media or anything like that, are yeah. they what is, what is like who's the what's the production house that's like pumping out yeah. this this stuff and well I don't know. yeah anyway uh, we should probably me. go so we can sleep but uh, <laughs> uh, I was doing quick math in my head and if I div- if I <coughs> average out yeah. my scores um, I think it's 42 would be the the score for the movie. As a whole, that's really generous. And well, it's really it's really generous because I was feeling more generous in the back half, 
Um, and so I, I gave a couple of 50, 60s as opposed to 40 and zero. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, if, if this was a movie and I had to give it like stars out of five, it would be one or two, probably one if you box me in. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, looking at like adding up the numbers that I gave it already and then just dividing it out by five, it comes to, um, like 42 or something which is like it doesn't sound as egregious as it feels and again the more i think about it the more i'm like that second one was just so fucking terrible that it not only dragged the whole rest of the thing down but it made me not enjoy anything like because i'm thinking about the other segments and i'm going you know it wasn't that terrible you know it kind of worked this way and like blah 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 blah. and i'm like there's big things wrong with all five of these at various points but, like, it really was just the second one was so fucking egregiously awful that it, it ruins the entire experience. So, if there's a takeaway from this, um, these are a bunch of, like, zero-budget O'Henry-style uh, horror-slash-thriller-slash-suspense vignettes. Uh, if that sounds good to you, you can check this out. I would rent it and not buy it, because holy crap. Um, but uh, if wait, you wait. do, uh, which I wouldn't, actually rent it but you know if it sounds good to you and you're going to rent it instead of buy it and also just don't watch the second one like fast forward through it it's fucking awful it's offensive on a visceral level and it's just it's so poorly done on every level the acting's terrible the lighting's terrible the fucking editing is terrible the Um, director clearly hated us yeah because no i mean no it's just i mean like there's 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 different things like winter skin we can have an argument about whatever where yeah. they've made an attempt at certain things there's certain thing like the fucking like creature and yeah. it was like jesus christ it actually was kind of like oh yeah disgusting frightening um but like the fact if you can't if you're going to actually produce and put out a film where an entire fucking sequence a uh, relatively important sequence yeah. in the film um, is not in focus, mm-hmm. and in fact, not just everything isn't in focus, but that's literally the the thing behind there that yeah. clearly caught the autofocus because that's yeah. how that works. Um, and uh, and you keep that in the you decided yeah. that no 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 we're not gonna do reshoots no 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 I'm not gonna check in the la- I'm not gonna look in the front like uh, I don't know like you clearly don't like your audience and you don't give a shit about them um so fuck you like <laughs> which I, like everybody else like uh, uh you know bravo you know like bravo on being better than him but um, yeah. I mean, like but that scale is not thing I mean yeah. that that just seems like a fuck you I mean because I mean like it yeah um um but uh i mean i would put it overall uh, at a i mean 25 uh, that's what i was gonna say if it, if i like if i'm if i'm being honest and just saying like here's what i want to call it it's like a 25 yeah um i was averaging out like the because yeah. i was trying to give things like individual grades yeah, and yeah, average yeah. but like that doesn't really work because like the zero is like it's not really even a zero it's like a negative 30 it's so fucking bad i mean my thing is also i'm also like vaguely trying to think of in my head like what also like i mean it's always bad to compare to like you know like what what hudson hawk is like a 27 is this is this better or worse than hudson hawk is like fucking spectacular i mean obviously again not not a comparison but i mean like winter skin is thousands of times better than this yeah like i would i want to watch I would rather watch this again than Winter Skin, mind you. But I also have to consider Winter Skin, like, there clearly was somebody looking through the viewfinder of yeah. the camera when everything was made. 
and they made choices, bad choices on almost everything. But there was, in like a lot of this, people made choices that were clearly based on not actually looking at the yeah. viewfinder or their laptop when they were yeah. creating this on iMovie or whatever. Um, and so, like, I almost want to like, it's like. I don't want to punish the other filmmakers other than yeah. between the second one and, and, you know, a little bit of the first one. And yeah, the, the first the one. Third is... one. But, uh, but, um, but also the fact that, like, this, you know, the, the whoever put the anthology together, um, like, whoever the overall mm. producer or whatever is, decided to keep that second one yeah. in as opposed to say, you know what, this is going to be a... Uh, this is going to be a 10 minute or 15 minute less longer film yeah. and there's only going to be four of them because there's absolutely no no reason why you could no. chop out that film and chop out the interlude between the two of them yeah. um, that, that exist for some reason and which I also don't really understand why the what the purpose of the interlude is yeah. uh, like because you could literally just be like no it's just chapters and a thing and yeah. it's whatever you get to have that um, because there's again if you don't have a tie in you don't have a whatever but yeah, I don't know. Again, so yeah, I'll say uh, 25. Yeah, 25 sounds good to me too. Like I said, if I'm if I'm like trying to be slavish to what I was doing throughout the thing, it's like it's a little higher, but like it's not it's not that kind of movie. Yeah. Like like when I think of 40, I think of like something that people might actually want to watch. And like a lot of my film, a lot of my favorite films are 40s. Yeah. Like I got a lot of films that like would would I give Geostorm? Yeah. You know, I fucking love Geostorm. Yeah. <laughs> but would I give it a? I, I would probably honestly, I'd give that film a 60. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but anyway, uh, we should we should yes, we should wrap yes, we because we've been we we planned to do this for 10 minutes. This is an <laughs> hour talk, and five we minutes. We talked about this longer than we talked we about. We did. We talked. Jim Jarvis. Yes, we did. This is something we always do though. We yeah. always talk about like if we see something really good, it's like eh, just go see it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know what else to say. Well, part of it is like. <laughs> If, if, it's so much easier. Like with 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 the dead don't die, we yeah. didn't want to spoil the fucking. Yeah, like it's yeah, a yeah. great movie. It's fun yeah. to watch. And these were just like, no, we're I, gonna I, tell you everything so like, you know not to like watch. I feel like Rosie O'Donnell with Fight Club yeah, for this yeah, one. Exactly. Like I'm like, no, fucking Tyler Durden is anyway. Yeah. I don't even like but, saying it now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. So everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, we apologize for high death. And um, <laughs> on uh, behalf of the producers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah uh be sure to check back by noon on the fifth day for more from emerald city video and always remember to rewind your cassettes don't bother to buy the vhs of high death though (laughs) and good night hey cliff should we listen to the civilian radio sure go ahead oh the dead Wow, that sounds so familiar. What is that song right? It's The Dead Don't Die. By Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson. To the silly lives we lead. Or the reaping we've all sown. There's a cop. Coffee waiting on every corner Someday we're gonna wake And find the corners gone But the dead'll still be walking around This whole world alone Cause
after life goes. 